Hi, I'm Jamie. And I'm Dale. We're sisters and best friends, and this is Proof It's Possible. Jamie and I are complete opposites, but somehow through every stage of life, we stay on the same team. We're kicking the door wide open and sharing our morning coffee chats with you. Join us as we chat about everything from chasing our dreams to entrepreneurship to family, friendship, and what other craziness we have going on that week. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Happy New Year. So exciting. We're into 2024. This is our first episode back after a very long break, which was lovely. So lovely. We took a little break. But as Dale just told me, I look like I'm gray, like I just came back from the dead. So yeah, for all of you that can't see the video, you're not watching on YouTube, you're you're just listening. Jamie has bad lighting in her room today, but contractors are at the house. So we're rolling with it. Yep. Filming from my bed. Yeah, exactly. So for all of you who want to see, head over to the YouTube channel. Today, we are going to be talking about vision boarding. Do you do them? Do you like them? Do you think they're important? What's on yours? All the fun stuff. So So what's on yours? What's on mine? Well, so my vision board is kind of like a run running tally. So I feel like I don't need a total overhaul because my some of my goals are like long standing. They're things that take a long time and they're like amounts of money that I want to make and things like, like that. So are there certain things that like you got to take off, strike off the list and things yeah. that you're like, oh shit, that's gotta stay for another year? Yeah. Well, or they're just or like general like, why, why are you being so secretive about them? Well, I was going to get to that when you're interrupting me. Let me tell me all my stories. Like there are things like I want to make an income from certain streams of income within my life. So like website design, interior design. So I'm never taking that off. Like I want that to continue, but I maybe make them smaller on the board if I want a new and different revenue stream to fill in some of the work, for instance. So I like, I'm taking the same general ideas. Do you you think it's like a bad omen or something to take it off? Like as if taking it off completely is sending a message to the universe that like close that door. I don't want that anymore. That's what it says. Like your vision board is like going to be ridiculous. It's going to be too big. It's It's going to have too much. No, it's not. I, it actually fits in like a eight by 10 frame on my desk. So I have mine in like, um, I, I, I'm just guessing here, but like a two by three foot frame. Like yeah, massive. I know. Yours is massive. Mm-hmm. And you, you're so like linear and organized that I feel like yours is like six spots and you no, it's give 12. It's 12, 12. Perfect cubes that yeah. were like, yeah, it's like text boxes with pictures and they're all perfectly aligned and they're all in a straight line and they all are perfect. The like messy, crazy vision board and like cut out from magazines is just like not, it's not for me. And mine is like messy, crazy, but it's not cut out from magazines. It's all digital. And then I print it. But I do feel like this almost brings up an important thing about vision boards in that, like, I think your goals are like measurable. You have a timeline. They have all kinds of like organization attached to them. Well, because I'm analytical. Yeah, very analytical. And mine are, how do I describe it? Like, Ambiguous. I don't work, yeah, I don't work off of a spreadsheet. I don't say mm-hmm. a very specific, like, I don't 
I don't know. I, and the more specific I am, the less likely I find that they will happen. And this is why. And I know that that's like counterintuitive. And I think there's two schools of thought, but I just put the like big grand idea out there and then try to take the steps I can see to take to get me there. But like, I don't say has to be within two years, or I don't say I have to work out this many days per week because the minute I have a million rules in my life, like let's just use spending money as an example. If I were to say to myself, you are not allowed to spend any money right now because you're going to try saving for something. I would spend more money per hour than anyone could ever imagine. Because it, it's like the minute I put something off limits, my personality is that if someone says, you can't write a book, I like go write a book as fast as possible. Or if someone says, you can't run a business, I'm like, all right, I'll start a few businesses just to show you that I actually can. So I'm doing that to myself by being like, you have to work out. And I, I've been like thinking about it all week. Like, why am I like this? Why can't I say you have to work out five days a week and actually do it? Whereas I might work out five days a week if I just say work out more. Like to me, that's like a good enough. And like that ambiguous stuff does not work for me. If I'm like, just work out more, that's not like a yeah. measurable, clean goal. That's not achievable. You, you can never like cross it off and be like, I did it. I did it. I yeah. worked out more. Because what is more? There's no way to like exactly. measure what more you're starting more right now. Yeah, exactly. More is any time. One time. One but this, year. this is what I figured out in my like figuring out of why I'm like this, why you have a different set of like rules around your vision board versus me is because in my most unhealthy times, I had, I lived in extremes. And so I don't believe this to be true for everybody that like loves a parameter, loves a number, loves to have measurable goals. I think that most people need that. Um, but for me, my most unhealthy times, I was either on the wagon of something or off of the wagon of something. And when I went on or off of something, I went on and off so hard. So like if I was eating healthy or trying to lose weight, I would be on the diet and doing all the things. And then I'd make, make a mistake or I'd, what I don't even consider a mistake anymore, but I'd eat something that wasn't on the list of approved things. And I went off so hard and never got back on for like two weeks or a month or a year. And now I have like such a moderate approach to things that I give myself way more grace that it's like, if I could work out three days a week, great. If I can work out five, really great. But if I only make it to two, I did two, it's better than nothing. So I don't know if I'm just being like a softy on myself or if it's just because I know that if I get back to extremes, I'm in trouble because I will, I will either be on or off of the wagon, whatever the wagon is. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm an extremist in a lot of aspects of my life, but like nutrition and all of that, I haven't been, I've been like steady Eddie right down the center. Yeah. I also don't have any like workout goals for the year. I just don't feel that's yeah. Um, my, my priority. Although I did say like at the beginning of this year that I do want to get like stronger. Cause I've noticed that I'm not as strong as I used to be. So I do want to get stronger, but I but that's feel ambiguous. Like, don't you think like, how are you going to get stronger? That one's ambiguous yeah. for sure. It is. But that's also because that area of my life, I've always just been right down the middle. I've been steady. I've yeah. been like naturally pretty strong, naturally pretty totally. like, healthy. You know, I haven't had to work really hard in either direction 
of that. No, when you make really good choices around food all the time, I think I make decent choices around food too. So for me, it's not like on my list. I just got home from lunch and ordered chicken fingers because I like them. So like, I'm not changing who I am in 2024. It's not new year, new me. Yeah. New year, same old me. I'm still doing it. Yes. But like other areas of my life, I feel like if I don't have like extreme, more extreme, I'm not, I'm not a like, I'm a recovering extremist. So I'm not fully extreme. I'm just partially extreme. But I have to say like, you have to do this three days a week. You have to drink eight cups of water a day. If I just say drink more water, I will not drink more water. I will just, yeah. It, as soon as it doesn't have like a measurable goal, I just forget yeah. that it yeah. exists. And like, or right. I have to say, you have to go for a walk every single day. And if I don't say that to myself, like if that's not my goal, then I'll go for a walk zero days. And right. that's how I am in my business a little bit too, is that like, I'm either all in or I'm all out. Like right now, social media, I'm all out. I'm all, I haven't like done a post in, I don't know, months maybe. I don't know how long it's been, but I'm like, I have to set a goal. Like, oh, you have to post for 30 days straight. Because if I don't set a like hard and fast goal like that, I literally will not make a post for another six months. So I have all these, I have all these big goals, but then when I look at my vision board, I don't include any of that stuff. Like I don't include drinking more water. I don't include like going along. I don't include anything like that. My goals are more like monetary, how much money I want to make this year, different businesses that I want to start a house at big white that's been on there for a long time. And I'm really eager to get to scratch that one off, but it's still, it still remains trips that I want to take this year. One thing that I've added is that like, and I'm very specific with my trips. So like for a lot of years I had Disneyland and then we went to Disneyland. I got to scratch it off. And then I had a new trip on there and then I got to scratch it off. And this year I've added less like concrete where exactly I want to go, but more like I want to do a trip with each one of my kids. So I want to do like a one-on-one with one of my kids. So what that city is, is to be determined, but I do have that as one of my goals. I like that goal. Yeah. And then other things that I have on my board are like, um, more speaking events. Like I I want to have more speaking events and I want to hit a certain income for speaking on stages. Uh, what else is on there? Mine's not fully done yet. Cause this is the other thing. I don't know that I believe in January 1st as being the reset month for me. I'm, I'm still in, I saw somebody post this like a friend of mine and I was like, it's genius. It's, it's so true that winter is like hibernation month. It's not a month to like get after anything naturally in nature, animals, plants, everything hibernates or slows down. Or dies. Yeah, so down, down or fully dies. It's death season. Like, I know that sounds like morbid, but. Totally. Yeah. So it's not a time to like change everything and start anew and do all the mm-hmm. things. That's what spring's for. And for me, that's when I have the most like get up and go. So I can hunker down and get a bunch of stuff done in my business. And it's year end and it's month end and it's all the ends and it's busy season, the end of busy season for my businesses. So I can do the work but I don't actually start dream building and executing on those dreams usually until March break, which is like the end of March for me. Well, that, and I, I'm also good to plan all the dreaming, but not be the doer in the middle of winter because I don't love doing all the things in winter. So for me, I feel the exact same way. And like I made a post on Instagram about this for the new year and 
last year I was like really mad at this time of year because, and I don't get mad very easily and I never get like kind of down in the dumps, but I had a very routine, like quick day surgery thing that the doctor was like, it's no big deal. Just come in. Like, so, so not a big deal that I got to keep my like thigh high boots on. Like it was a no big deal. Hmm. So I thought this is nothing. And then they said, oh, the nurse is going to come to your house tomorrow. And I'm like, what for? And they said like to change the bandage. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the nurse proceeded to tell me that it was going to be a three month recovery, that I wouldn't be even allowed to really sit in my wheelchair or sit up at all. I needed to be in a bed for most of the recovery period. All this like crazy stuff that nobody mentioned to me. So A, I felt completely unprepared to be like away from my business even for like four hours a day, I was like, that's ludicrous. No. And then I, I get really mad when like, I'm, I can't be productive when I can't accomplish things, when I can't cross off stuff off my to-do list. So I was annoyed. Like I was like, you know what? Someone needed to mention this to me. And like, as the days went on, I like listened to audiobooks, I listened to a hundred podcasts, but then I was like, I just want to get back to life. Like I'm sick of this. So And it felt like it dragged on and dragged on and dragged on. And so by March, that's when I was like, you came back like flying high from Chris Harder's event. And Mm -hmm. you're like, there's another event. It's for women. It's in Scottsdale. And I'm like, I'll be there. I'm never missing anything the rest of my life. So I've already missed two and a half months of life. I'm not missing another moment. And it was March this past year that we both started writing our books. Exactly. We were like, we're writing books. We're, we're doing all the damn things because I felt like I wasted the first three months, but truth be told, if I looked back in like my history and had really good records, I'm probably never that productive in the first three months. They're all stay at home months. They're all get work done months. Like they're, they're productive in a really low key way. Mine are like productive. Like I said, like hunkering down in my business and getting shit done there, but they're not in the dream building phase. They're in the like physically do what needs to be done phase. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I wonder if anybody else that's like listening feels the same way that there is no alignment with the holidays. And, and like, I mean, there's some things that I'm like, you know what, I am actually really ready to not be on a diet or anything, but just be on like my normal eating plan that isn't Christmas, that isn't candy, that isn't an all inclusive, you know, but that's just because I went off. So far, I'm just grateful right that I did not die of scurvy over the holidays because I have not <laughs> consumed a fruit or a vegetable yeah. in the entire month of December. And then, and then the, my family goes from Christmas season into birthday season. December yeah. 31st is my daughter's birthday. January 3rd is my birthday. So it's like eating out, eating at fancy restaurants, eating cake. Like I'm like, I don't even, I don't even desire to eat desserts at this point because I'm so deserted out and here we are with the cake in the fridge I'm like well and the thing about you is yeah and the thing about you is that in your regular life you pretty much only eat fruits and vegetables that's like your go-to is to like grab a fruit like you naturally eat those things without it being part of some like pre-organized like eating plan it's just what you enjoy to eat so for you to like go off eating what you always eat. And and I don't eat a lot of like fruits and vegetables, but I eat low portions and I eat vegetables, just less fruit. But even I was craving fruit, which is so weird for me because I'm not a fruit person. I'm more of a like 
lunch person. Well, I even had a smoothie this morning, which is like breaking one of my cardinal rules that I don't drink cold drinks in the winter. But I was like, I just need totally some nutrients. Your body just needs some nutrients. Yeah, so, for sure. Yes. Um, okay. So what's your big, what's your biggest, scariest goal on your vision board? Mine? Oh gosh. I don't, I don't even know. I think mostly just the speaking on more stages because it requires the biggest mm-hmm. time commitment, travel commitment, and like preparation, preparation, Preparing. and also like getting out of your comfort zone-ness. Yeah. I don't know what the absolutely. word for that is, but it like, it requires it stretches your edges very much. Yes, like it stretches my edges. Exactly. So that would be yes. like my biggest, scariest one. The other ones are just more fun. Totally. Like more like travel and do fun and light stuff and go on girls weekends and have, you know, big, huge communities of wonderful, inspiring women. And yeah, for sure. Well, even like I, I've got like some trips and stuff on mine. Um, but it's like, yeah, those don't make me feel that like belly ache, but if I don't put them on my board, they also won't happen. Like Mm -hmm. if I want a girl's trip or if I want a trip with you and mom or you know what I mean? I, they won't happen. I know that about myself that I literally get exactly what I plan for. So whatever I make time for and like organize myself around is what I'll actually do. And so my biggest scariest one, I would say is the exact same thing that we said on our like first podcast ever is that just working with networks to find the right TV show about design and me and my career and all that is probably my biggest, scariest, most fun thing. Yeah. Exciting. Well, I will say that my vision board from last year, almost everything got scratched off. Like it got accomplished and therefore can get taken off. Really? Yeah. And like the craziest thing is, is that last year when I was doing it, I designed like a book cover with my face on it. Right. My name on it. So that I just had something as a placeholder, as a reminder. And then as I was doing it, I was like, this is so ridiculous. Nobody's going to be like, nobody, including you, me are capable of writing a book in this short amount of time. And then January, February, March, I never even considered it. And then March hit like the end of March hit. And it was like, I don't know, something happened. And I was like, bing, bang, boom. A hundred percent of my time is going into this, which like, it wasn't even really on my radar, but it was on my vision board. So I do believe like what is on your vision board really matters and really affects your brain Mm -hmm. chemistry to like actually achieve that goal. So if there is something that's like on your heart, get that on your vision board. Your vision board. I agree. Like that's what I was even saying. Your vision board can be this. Yes. Your vision board cannot be this tiny little like file in the very depths of no. your computer that you never look at. Mine is on poster paper hanging on my office wall. I look at Mine it. Mine is in like a beautiful desk. gold frame on my desk. And you want to know something crazy a couple of years ago where it sits is kind of like off center behind my, um, half behind my computer. And it was during COVID, which like, I know is such a bigger event than, but all of the stuff about me getting married was on the half I couldn't see because of my computer screen and I never got married and then I never got married and I never got married because our wedding kept getting pushed back because of COVID that I was like god get this thing where you can see it you got to be able to see the whole thing or else the stuff that you can't see won't happen absolutely so yeah and I can only see I will just say one last thing time. When I first did my very first vision board that I actually printed on poster paper, put in a big gold frame and hung on the wall, I was like, 
almost a little insecure about it because I was like, oh, I hate that like people that come into my office are going to be able to see what my dreams are. But then every single, almost every single one of them came true. And I was like, okay, this is sending a message to universe that you're not keeping your dreams inside of you, that you're speaking them out loud. You're not just telling the universe, but you're also telling anyone that enters your space. Like you're not afraid to share what your dreams are. And I think that's also really important. Totally. Mine's right on my desk and my desk is in our kitchen. So like, we'll barely know somebody and we'll be having them for dinner. And they're like, what is this? And then next thing you know, I'm like explaining why there's, you know, you're like, in a deep dive on what your hopes and dreams yeah, are. Exactly. I'm like, I want to go to Paris. I want to, you know, work with great contractors on my design projects. I'd like to have a house with a pool. I would like it to be in Arizona. Like I I'm literally like, show. yeah, I want a TV show. I want to speak on stages. I want to go in a private jet all the fun things. Totally. Totally. Okay. I want to hear about everybody else's vision boards and like, they're not just what's on your vision board, but like, what are your, your little best practices or like, how do you do it? Do you hang it on the wall? Do you put it in a frame? Do you have it on the desktop of your computer? What are you guys doing and what is on it? Is it measurable? Like, are you me? Are you ambiguous like me? Or are you organized like Jamie and need like definitive lines or is it just like a big general idea like more love in your life more happiness more trips but you don't know where you're going like how do you do your vision board we want to hear all about it totally okay bye guys bye guys we are so grateful you're here it would mean the world to us if you'll subscribe to our podcast and youtube channel and leave us a review If you want to hear more from us, go to proofitspossible.com to join our mailing list and find our social links so you don't miss a thing. Thanks and chat next time.